All right, Mixed Master B here live from the MMB Radio Studios for the MMB Radio Podcast, where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all. And on the phone lines, I want to welcome in. She is a professional wrestler or sports entertainer. We'll find out what she prefers here. Uh, you've seen her on episodes of Impact Wrestling, TNA. Miss Amber Nova, how are you? Hey, I'm very good. Thank you for that introduction. Very nice. Not a problem. Not a problem. So, I, I mean, what do you do? You prefer a pro wrestler, or a sports entertainer, or like, wh- where do you where do you stand on that? I prefer pro wrestler to be okay. more specific than just sports entertainment, because um, that can be, I think, pretty diverse of meaning other things. So I just prefer to go pro wrestler. But I am also a model. I just got back this weekend from IBMS International Bikini uh, Model Search. It's a I just did a bikini shoot camp all weekend um, with the producers are Patrick and Alina McKinney, and it's been wonderful. I just did some great shots with some incredible photographers, Scott Thomas, to name uh, just one just to keep it brief. But um, So I've also been doing some modeling as well, and I just got back. So I guess a lot of people who are uh, probably familiar with you and a lot of people who aren't familiar with your work um, – me being one of them who, if I've seen a handful of your matches and I've seen uh, you on, like I said, an episode of Impact where you were you're wrestling uh, Sienna. Um, yes. So for all of those out there who are wondering like a little bit about yourself, how did you uh, – well, originally, I guess where are you originally from? Originally, so I was born in Jersey, Persephone. Uh, parents born and raised in Jersey their whole life, but I grew up in South Carolina, Beaufort County, Hilton Head Island area. Um, and then I moved here – um, May of 2015, so two years ago, to pursue professional wrestling. But I've always watched it. I've always wanted to do it. And finally just, like, came down here all alone, didn't know anybody, didn't have friends or family here, just by myself. And just, and it's been very much worth it. It's been a journey, and I'm enjoying the ride. Now, when you uh, broke the news to your family and your parents, you're like, I want to be a pro wrestler. What was <laughs> their reaction? So my dad smiled and he gave that like awesome smile smirk like that's cool because you know mm-hmm. me and him he me and him have always been the ones just sitting on the couch Monday Night Raw since I was a kid watching it and um my mom was like not so much but like at first because she's just worried about me and, like scared for me but she's very proud of me she encouraged me she pushed me to go when I was maybe doubting it and she's like no do it you'll do it so. Very supportive from all my family. Now, have, did you always grow up a, a, an athlete? Did you play sports as a you know a child in school? Not so much. I was so I did volleyball. Um, I did, did county cheerleading. I made varsity cheerleading my freshman year, uh, my first tryout. I made varsity freshman, but I didn't stick with it. It just wasn't my thing. Uh, I did well at it. It just uh, I didn't care for it so much, and it was I lost interest. So most like most athletic sports that I like to do are like water sports, paddle boarding, um, things like that. So when uh, you say you grew up, you were watching wrestling with your dad and who were some of the people that you like influenced you like that were just like idolized and wanted to be like, was it a lot of the female wrestlers or was oh, a lot of, of guy wrestlers or. Oh, so if we're going to go guy wrestlers first, uh, Goldberg and Sting. Um, those my those were my dudes in Booker T and but um absolutely like China, um Medusa, Trish, Lita, 
AJ, um, a lot of the, the younger girls my own age, um, Victoria. So they're all just incredible. They've all had a big influence on my style and what I like. Now, who did you get trained by? Uh, did you go to a dojo or did somebody train you to, to get into yeah, the Yeah, so I came, yeah, I actually came down here two years ago and I joined the Team Vision Dojo, I believe in wrestling. Uh, trained by Chase and Rance along with many other like assistants that'll come in there and help. Aaron Epic. Um, they've had tons of people like Soraya Knight, Scott Hall, Larry Zabisco. You'll have like a bunch of assistant trainers that'll come in there, do seminars. Uh, Marty Gennetti. Um, I've had the pleasure of meeting a lot of people. Hector Guerrero. Lots of um, opportunities and, and seminars I've been able to attend. Now, when you got into pro wrestling, um, what was something that you thought it was going to be like? And then when you got into it, you're like, okay, this was not what I expected. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there were certain things that I was like, huh, huh, okay. No, <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, it's been totally, it's been totally badass and um I mean, a lot of it was kind of what I thought it would be. So it's been it's been great, and I've been blessed that I'm my body. I'm physically capable of doing this. I'm in, like I'm having a great time pursuing my dreams, and it's it's the best. Now, I mean, looking through pictures on your Twitter and Instagram and everything, obviously you are in, in great shape. How does one maintain such a, a physique? And be traveling and doing modeling <laughs> and like, where do you find time to work out? Um, beer and pasta. Beer and pasta. <laughs> <laughs> like, you would never think that. Carbs, carbs. I was going to say, no, the carb um, diet. So, actually, my mom had five kids. She had uh, four girls and a boy, and she even had twins at the end, and she weighed about 112 pounds, 112 pounds, something like that, average, mostly her whole life. She's now 47 and finally has put on more more weight. Um, My sisters are, like, 110 pounds. I'm 100 pounds. So I probably am one of the smallest female wrestlers out there, but I'm healthy and I'm just, I come from a small family of fast metabolism. I've always been very healthy. I don't eat red meat. I just eat like turkey, chicken. I don't really like fish, but sometimes I'll eat it. I, I, I just naturally love fruits and vegetables most likely than anything, but I like my beer and I like my, my spaghetti. I like my carbs. I'm Italian and I was raised on carbs and spaghetti five <laughs> nights a week. And I'm just blessed, but I do work out like my abs. Uh -huh. uh, I worked with a fireman um, for two years when I was an EMT, and he taught me this incredible abdominal workout where I would do two, three hundred crunches a day. Like you elevate your legs off the ground about six inches and keep your core tight and don't let your feet touch the ground, but bring like one leg at a time to your, um, like your knee to your chest and back and forth. And like I would, I would definitely work out a lot. Like I didn't just sit around. And how many of these do you do a day? <laughs> Two to three hundred, but in a sitting. So like, like I would do like fifty, uh -huh. take like a minute breather, do another fifty, take. That's a all you breather. get is just a minute breather. Like I, I feel like well, I would need depends. like a like half sometimes... hour. <laughs> <laughs> I would do them all in one sitting though. Like if it would take me, I don't know how long it would take. Twenty five minutes maybe, depends. That's a world record for me. I wouldn't. I would probably be passing out like. <laughs> not being not being able to keep up. <laughs> so my my push ups are like that. My push ups I need to work on some more. Those are a little harder for me. See, so you gotta. That's your that's your that is tr your trouble area. Or I would say like I can't do three hundred push ups, but I can do three hundred crunches. <laughs> okay, awesome. So 
is it harder to be a female in pro wrestling? I mean, we've we've transcended so much from, you know, back in the day where, you know, female wrestling and it's just like it, this whole, you know, divas move it, although they don't use the word diva anymore. You know, that's the female wrestling movement. Um, have you found it to be any kind of difficulty or has it been easier or just kind of about the same? I don't know. I want to say that it's almost it's different with certain things, but it's almost easier to try and get into it now because women have so much more opportunity. Um, they have more of a chance to be superstars and, and wrestlers instead of just divas. But then again, I want to say it's almost harder because now they're a lot more strict on who they want to hire and what's your resume look like? Are you an MMA fighter? Have you are you a black belt? Do you have this? Do you have that? Have you been to Japan several times? Like maybe it's harder now to to get in there, and you have to prove yourself even more than you used to have to prove yourself to get in. So it's it's a it's wonderful the movement that like everything that's happening. Um, I mean with the May Young Classic coming up, all kinds of things, but it might be just that much harder now to to prove yourself. Now, you mentioned the Mae Young Classic, and a lot of names have been released for that. Um, you, you've done a lot of the indie shows, uh, and I've seen you post things. You've done a lot of different shows. But if you had to pick somebody that you could have your dream match with, who would it be? Oh, wow. Dream match. Um, that's a tough one, like, to just name one person. I don't know. Uh, it could be more than one person. It could be a triple threat, fatal four-way. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, I, you, I mean, you, you're you're the booker here, so you you're the agent. You're you're putting out this match, so you tell me, you know, what's the stipulation? Who's it against? Is it for some type of title? Like, you tell me. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, you know, like I mentioned before, uh, Lita, Trish, Victoria, China, all of them, but AJ Lee, Paige, Sasha Banks. Becky Lynch, these girls are incredible. They have a great resume. You know, they they worked for a long time before they made it where they are. And um, even the girls in the indies, like Eva Lise, there's a lot of really good women out there in Shine and in Shimmer. Um, I'm thankful and I'm grateful to work with anyone that I can learn from that's, you know, women empowering women. Now, where where do you want to see yourself, like, in the next maybe, like, five years? Like, do you have any type of, like, a set goals that you want to try to accomplish in a certain time? Absolutely. Um, WWE, that's the whole reason Like I came because I knew the Performance Center was here in Orlando. I wanted to be close for extra spots, everything. I knew that the heart of wrestling would be here in Florida, in Orlando, and it's it's definitely benefited me committing my life to coming here. Now, what is one thing that you think you need to improve on that you need to work on? Um, I mean, you can always improve on everything like cardio, just everything can always be better and better and better. Like I'll watch my matches back um, mm -hmm. with my trainer, with other students, and we'll just we'll watch our matches back and be like, man, I could have done that better. If I did this instead of that first, you know, there's always something that's like can be improved. Now, do you do you what do you think is your strong suit right now? Do you think that you know you're good at promos, you're good, you know, mic skills? Like, what do you what do you say? You know, it, people will say when we see an Amber Nova match, this is what we always remember from her matches. Man, um, 
that big wrench of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get into that. Uh, you have on your, your bio there, uh, the daughter of a mechanic. This is true. Your, your father is a mechanic. Yes. All right. And, um, like how, uh, how handy are you with a, a wrench and like auto tools and, um, I do change my own oil. You know, I work on my car, little things I can do all by myself. Um, actually, I was really proud of myself. Um, my wrestling school, we did a ring rental. We did a, a show, and the wrestling ring truck broke down. And it took me a little while to figure it out, like, to to diagnose what the issue was. But I fixed my first diesel truck, and this was, like, end of april it was like wrestlemania week when all the shows were going on in orlando so i was actually really happy <laughs> so you were like a mechanic on call just ready to uh <laughs> yeah step up. yeah so yeah my dad's a mechanic classic car family we got some 62 novas my mom my dad have they're each chevy 2 nova my brother has a 76 malibu mine is a 73 nova hence why i'm amber nova my my wrench I use in the ring, my it's like my real life too. It's not just it's not just BS. So um, and, and I'm not even gonna ask if I can drive it because we already know the answer to that. Um yep. according yep. to Twitter, no you cannot drive it. <laughs> yep, and driver picks the music and shotgun shuts his cake hole. <laughs> That's actually now, like in my car it's written in there like I have a little thing hanging. Nice. Now um being uh like i said in tune to uh cars and stuff like that do you get people that try to uh test you like you know like try to, to say oh she's it's just a gimmick she doesn't know nothing about cars and then um, how do you how do you shut them down i don't think anyone has been that ballsy to approach me in that kind of way <laughs> nice i don't know like but i've had people be like oh is that your boyfriend's car and i'm like are you are you just go away. Like, excuse me? Am I driving it? Yeah, it's my car. <laughs> like, that's that's something that just irritates me the most. People question, like, if it's even mine. And I'm like, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> now, what is, your, um, what is your first known memory of pro wrestling? Like, going to, like, your first ever show. Like, what's the first uh, memory in oh, your my... mind that you can think of? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't know. So, I saw it was... It was in Savannah, Georgia, Civic Center, I believe. And it was with me, my younger twin sisters, um, and their two friends, my dad and, and my dad's friend, their, their dad. So there's a group of us. you got five little girls all standing on some chairs towards the front. And we all have posters. And we saw Batista, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, and, like, one of our posters – you know, had Batista on, and then the other one was like six nine one. One of the girls, like we wrote it wrong, had to correct it six one nine. So silly. And then uh, I remember specifically, like Batista looked at all five of us little girls, and he like starts shaking his pectoral muscles at us. We were like screaming and stupid. So, um, yeah, I was like, I might have been ten, and um, fifteen years ago. I don't know. It was a little while ago. <laughs> Well, that's, so it's, that's something. It's better than my first uh, like memory. I was actually, I was at a um, a Wizard World event in Philadelphia, and I ran into uh, the, the great Bill Apter, and uh, he was just like talking to me. We're talking wrestling, and he's like, "What is your first known memory of wrestling?" And I'm like, "I can remember as a child," and it sounded so lame after I thought about it, and I knew it was lame when he looked at me afterwards. Um, I was like, "I remember going to the old Philadelphia Spectrum." 
which is now like torn down, but there were so many great matches at the Philadelphia Spectrum. And I said, I can remember like Demolition fighting somebody. It was on a Sunday like afternoon house show. It was like the Philadelphia Eagles were playing across the street. And like my mom and my aunt, which ironically were like both Eagles fans, went to the Eagles game. Me, my dad, and my uncle went over to the wrestling. And I said, I saw a Demolition wrestle. And he's like, look at me. He's like, okay. And he's like waiting for me to tell him more. And he's like, and you know, like, who did they wrestle, and, like, what happened, and I'm like, I don't remember, I just, <laughs> I just remember it was Demolition, um, so that was kind of, like, my lame first experience of, uh, you know, memory of wrestling, just seeing these guys come out with, like, these dominatrix-looking outfits of, like, leather and zippers, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that kind of just, like, scares you, you know, to a point when you're, like, eight years old, and you see these guys with, like, leather and spikes and everything, you're like, okay, yeah, it's kind of traumatizing. So, oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, so you you had at least at least you got to see uh, Batista, you know, flex his pecs at you, and I, I didn't get to witness something as great as that. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, your main goal is WWE, um, but currently, right now, um, you're like I said, you were on uh, an episode of Impact Wrestling. Um, like I said, formerly TNA, now Global Force Wrestling, and I don't know, in two weeks it could be something else. I'm just so confused of what it's called anymore. <laughs> but kind of take uh, take us through that experience, being able to be on, you know, like a television, televised match. Um, I was my second time actually there. My first match was against Allie, which um, I think I deserve a rematch, and I think I should go back. But... You know, she got me, and uh, we'll just see what happens if I get another rematch. Um, but Sienna, that was it was a good fight, and you know we'll just have to see when it airs what what happens. But uh, it was a great experience. Everyone was very pleasant, and it was it was badass. Not now, used to so many corners though. You know, I'm used to like a, a four sided <laughs> ring, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I was going to well, say, like, um, is there, there's like... There's a few extra corners in here. <laughs> now, is there a learning curve to that? Like, when you go in into, a, you know, a, a ring with so many different sides, is it a little more confusing? Is it hit your spots? Or is it kind of like, all right... Yes, you, use just it to your advantage, it. I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, um, have you traveled, like, out of country to do any wrestling? Um, No, I've not been out of the country. Um, I am going to Arizona at the end of the month um, for Elite Wrestling Entertainment and I'll be wrestling Hudson Envy and that is July 30th in Arizona. So I know I got some flyers posted and I'll be promoting that a little bit more as well. Now, um, how often do you are you, you know, wrestling? Is it like every weekend? Like every couple weekends? Like As much as I can, but I have all these other things going on as well. Um, Modeling, other things to promote myself, other other things to get into. Um, so I do it as much as I can. Now, a lot of young girls out there, you know, idolize wrestlers, especially the ones they see on WWE. If you could give any kind of motivation or inspiration to young girls that might want to be a pro wrestler or want to do it, what would something that you would like to share with them knowledge-wise? Um. When so I actually cut um, a WWE Tough Enough promo 
and they aired my audition promo video on pay-per-views and on uh, Monday Night Raw for a good few months all summer of uh, 2015. Um, obviously, you know, I didn't make the cut, but I, you know, I talked about my real life, how, you know, I would look at these girls and be like, man, I want to be like that. But I was like, that doesn't work out for people like me. You know, I don't have connections. I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, involved with a celebrity. I'm not someone else daughter that's been in wrestling like I you know I didn't think it would happen for people like me and I have to tell I have to say I was completely wrong for thinking that way it was it was not the right mindset to have and I was thinking like oh this won't work out this won't happen for people like me for some reason I was like you know what screw it I'm riding down there I'm doing this and it's worked out so much and always just have faith in yourself follow your your instincts, your heart, and don't think little of yourself that you can't do something when turns out a lot of people in life do, and, and they're the ones that usually make it because they tried. And even just trying, like you can say, I accomplished that one day, that I took that journey, I enjoyed the ride. And the best part about it is just enjoying the journey, seeing if it'll work out or not, not even knowing, you know, but... Yeah, I think every little girl out there that has a dream, little boy, anyone. I mean, if you're in your 30s and you have a dream and you haven't done it, pursue it. Do it. You know, a lot of people like Oprah, a lot of actors out there, they didn't even make it big till they were older. Like, we're talking 40s, 50s. So, it's never too late. Now, how much uh, how much pro wrestling do you watch like on a daily basis? Do you stay up to date with all the different promotions and the storylines or... You know, do you, do you study any of that kind of video? And... Oh, I try to as much as I can. Um, I also like to, like, just YouTube a lot of Lucha indie stuff, pick up on different styles and moves that I can attempt. Um, yeah, I, I try and do my research and keep up with it as much as I can. Because, I mean, if it's w what I'm committing myself to, the business I want to be a part of, then I should know what's going on in that business. Now, we, uh, we fielded a couple questions from people on uh, Twitter because we've been talking about it, mentioning they were going to be on the podcast, and there was people oh. out there that had some questions for you. So you ready to answer a couple fan questions? Absolutely. All right. So uh, first question we got here, a uh, fan wants to know, um, who do you feel is the biggest name in pro wrestling history? Wow. Like, um, who, is, who, who, who in your mind is – the biggest draw of all time. Wow. Um, I mean, mind you, there's no right or wrong answers to these questions. I don't know. I mean, you got guys like Eddie Guerrero, and like I said, I had an opportunity to work with Hector Guerrero, and there's so many guys who mention their name, and people know who they are. Um, Jericho, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man. I mean, those guys made history. They they paved the way to help people. Of course, Larry Zbysko. Um, so it's quite a few people. But to name a few, I think those few. All right. Next question is, um, what is your finishing move? So I do a um, head scissor, like tilt-a-whirl uh, DDT. I also do a wheelbarrow stunner, a wheelbarrow DDT. I do um, 
I do a couple of cool things, and you can watch them on my YouTube video. If you just search Amber Nova, I got a lot of little clips and stuff. So I do a few things. And then, you know, my finishing move always, you know, if, if I'm having a little hard time, I just kind of throw a wrench into the plans, and I get the win. Now, <laughs> already, we've already kind of asked this question about what your dream match would be, but um, what is your uh, your favorite match of all time, like watching? Oh wow! Um, I mean, I know it's that's it's a tough one, you know. There's so many so many great matches, and you've mentioned so many great icons of you know pro wrestling. But is there a match that you you kind of go to and you say, you know what, that's a match that always stands out in my mind as one of my favorites? I don't know. One of those talks that like just never goes away is Larry Larry versus uh, Bruno. I think it was like Madison Square Garden and. Um, there's been so many matches. I think of like Scott Hall. I think of like, um, I don't know. There's just so many. I'm drawing a blank. Those are to name a few. Like just thinking, yeah. Those yeah. guys. Zabisco. I used to love watching a lot of his old stuff when he would do like, what do you call it, Larry World or like, like what was it? It was like his like theme park that he had. He like this imaginary theme park that, you know, he was just he was just one of the best on the mic. Um, Have you heard him rap? He had a no. cute rap song. You should look that up. It's like really? a cute little like rap video. Like he's it looks like a, it's a video of him like I don't know rapping. Um, it's it's kind of cute. <laughs> oh, I gotta check that out. I I remember back in the yeah, day. Yeah, you should look it up. I don't I don't know what it's called. Um, it was part of like a a, a promo deal that like, a bunch of other wrestlers I think were involved maybe. <laughs> Isn't it amazing when he, whatever is like popular at that time, like everybody does it, and then like fast forward twenty years later, and you're like, why were we doing that? Yeah, yeah. I, I see all these weird stuff they do on WWE, and you know all these different things. And you're like, all right, this is like funny right now, but like in twenty years from now, people are gonna go, why were they doing that? You know? Maybe, but, um, yeah. So what what is um what's a, a t- typical day for you like like you? training working out like modeling wrestling like doing crunches you know (laughs) eating pasta Uh, drinking beer like (laughs) so i like to attend my hot yoga classes on sundays which i didn't do today i love hot yoga oh my god the like i've been to regular yoga classes at like la fitness but it's not the same um i go to orlando power yoga and the hot yoga classes are they're incredible because the you're sweating out all those like toxins in your body and you, your muscles feel even more loose and relaxed because you're so heated and heat, you know, relaxes muscles and, um, it just, it's amazing. So I love hot yoga, but, um, I also have been a bartender. I've been bartending to get by, uh, paying my bills as well. Modeling. I'm picking up modeling a lot more now. So that hopefully can become something I'd make my bills with more than that. Just wrestling. Um, doing a lot of different things um you know i hit the gym when i can i usually train three to four days a week like usually um tonight i would be at training right now but i'm not training because i just got back from the modeling uh bikini shoot camp that i was doing and it's not just bikinis it's clothing you model lots of things um so right now my schedule is just crazy busy i'm like i'm here i'm there i'm here i'm there it's it's great though i'm i'm really enjoying it now, what if uh, the modeling stuff started to come up and it just took off? Would you like, are you always going to stay true to wrestling or? Oh, of course. So you'll that's never give that a, up. That's not even a question. Like modeling would be amazing, and I would dedicate myself to that as much as I could. Um, 
because that's always been like something I've been so interested with and it's, it's going well, but pro wrestling is why I moved here and it's not something I'm just going to like toss out the window. It's, it's incredible. I can't imagine like not doing suplexes ever again, not doing like a, like a vertical suplex doing like, uh, DDTs, like the moves. Like I can't imagine like just stopping that and just never, I would miss it. I would miss it way too much. I'd be like, you know what? That guy, he deserves a chop. I would miss it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Now, um, when you when you're doing wrestling and you, you move down to Orlando and you talked about being closer to the performance center, did you other than doing the tough enough, have you reached out to WWE about possibly getting signed? Or like how does somebody gather WWE's attention to want to get into the business? I mean, there's a recruit page. You can email them. Um, just keep doing what you're doing and work hard. I mean, it's not one of those things you just call up Stephanie McMahon and be like, hey. Are you I'm, hiring? <laughs> I went, yeah, it's, it don't work that way. Can I get a paper <laughs> like, application? You know. Oh, it's ridiculous. And I've, had, I've heard of so many people that actually like think of it that way. And it's like crazy. <laughs> like I've seen you, you had an application available on Monster, you know, indeed. So I thought I would just apply. Hey, um, just checking in, you know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if you got my so, application, you know. Uh, yeah. So uh, people want to know where can they find you at online? Everybody has a social media presence. Where can people kind of follow your, your journey through for wrestling? Yes. Um, so you can go to Amber Nova Facebook. Amber Nova, pretty much Instagram, Twitter, that's you should be able to find me like that. If not, it's Nova underscore girl 1973 on Twitter. Instagram, it's Nova 73 And YouTube, Amber Nova, you can watch matches, clips of me. Uh, you can watch that Tough Enough video I made in the beginning of my journey. Definitely got to check that out. And I was I mentioned we spoke a little off air and I was saying, you know, like we got to get you like merch. And you said you were working on getting merch, right? Oh, yeah, I just had an amazing graphic made. I have a few more coming, and T-shirts should be on the way. But I do have photos. I have plenty of photos that I sign. And people can get them just by contacting you? or Yeah, if uh, for bookings and for photos, if people want me to mail those out and sign them, it's just ambernova73 at gmail.com. Awesome. Very awesome. Well, Amber, anything you want the fans to know before you leave? Any Anybody out there who's thrown some, uh, you know, fighting words your way? You know, upcoming matches? Anything you want anybody to make, uh, make aware of that you're coming for them? Oh, I am the baddest chick there is. And if they don't think so, I'll make it happen. I'll just throw a wrench right into their plans. I'll, I'll show them why I am upcoming and why I'm going to be one of the best. There you have it. So Amber Nova, we appreciate you coming on, talking to us a little bit, and I'm interested to see more of these videos. We'll check out YouTube channel and uh, hopefully we catch you, you know, wrestling up in the Northeast area and, you know, upcoming indie shows. Make sure you follow her on Twitter and Instagram to find out when and where she's going to be performing. And uh, it's just a cool honor to have you on the podcast just to talk to you a little bit. Hell yeah. Keep on rocking in the free world. Awesome. We'll talk to you real soon. Thank you. Hey, guys. This is Amber Nova. And if you want to run away, I can give you a ride. I'm a one-way ticket to your darker side, the Nova Girl. You're on MMB Radio.